2: Tom Brady. We've got coaching signings. We've got Derek Carr talk. We've got, uh, we've got Tommy John surgery or just strictly UCL repair for for Brock Purdy and what that means. We got Michael KCPA talk because, yeah, again, this man's first in the building. That's how he rolls. If you're not first, you're last. Michael KCPA knows that. He knows that. The Fantasy Football Show. And all the phone lines and and conversation, it all begins right now, broskies. Hit that thumb up button, file on in, let's go.
3: Live from the
2: FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show, live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Kick them out! What is going on, good people? Your boy Smitty here, live like I am every single Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Doing it live, taking your phone calls, talking fantasy football, talking dynasty, talking redraft, talking trades, rumors, shooting down trades and rumors, shooting down uh, this and that. Part of what we do isn't just to try and blow smoke and, and, and try and create controversy, get clicks. I know a lot of people say that about me during... Smoke season, and, and you know, optic skin. I don't really care. I, I care what my my great my great amazing followers think of me, not some passerby person that wants to get negative in the chat. But I just want to clarify for the people that are new that may not know me yet is we'll talk about anything. Doesn't mean I'm gonna I'm gonna confirm it. Like, let's say there was some rumor today about I don't know uh, Lamar Jackson getting traded to the to the Houston Texans. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Watch it happen. Not going to happen. But if there's a a rumor on it, I would create a video. Lamar Jackson going to Houston, and then immediately I'd say, no, it's garbage. Or a better example, a realistic example, is the Chicago Bears. We're going to maybe trade away Justin Fields. And maybe we draft a quarterback with our number one overall draft pick, which the Chicago Bears most certainly have in the NFL Draft 2023. The number one overall pick. What did I do? I went live immediately. It said... The, the, the Chicago Bears going to trade Justin Fields? And then what do I do in the video? Shoot it down. Wrong. That is cap. If it's cap, it's cap. If it's facts, that is facts. If it's facts, it's facts. I'm going to come on here and try and shoot you straight and give you my prediction. I'm not always going to be right, but I will do my darndest to be correct and come with the correct And and valid take every single time. That's the way I roll. I work for you. File on in. The phone lines will be open here shortly. Michael KCPA. He's not last, so he's first. If you're not first, you are last. Unfortunately, in this world. And Michael Michael KCPA is on top. Today, at least. Derek Carr, the athletic is reporting that the Raiders have not granted Derek Carr permission to seek a trade. What does this mean? This doesn't mean they're not trading him. A lot of people said, oh, they're going to hold on to him. They're not going to hold on to him. What this means is they don't want to give him control. This is where a a player goes, I want out of here. And you say, I I request a trade. And you say, "Uh, yeah, you in the back? No, denied. We'll go shop you around where we want you to go. We're not giving you power. You know, we're not giving you control of your destiny or where you want to go, Derek Carr. You're going to go where we tell you to go. That's the whole thing. It's not like a franchise tag situation. So in the case of Lamar, you might say, hey, Smitty, that doesn't jive with what you're talking about with Lamar. How's Lamar have control? Well, first of all, Lamar has control because the acquiring team will want to lock him down to a significant big contract, a, a, a long-term deal. If we look at our Brady board, I uh, mean. Uh, yeah, so we added from, from the, the top here, we added the Niners and all the Niner potential quarterbacks uh, as a fourth landing spot. Uh, 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 as good a landing spot as any of these other three, really. Well, it kind of goes, uh, Miami and, and the 49ers and Raiders are, are the top three landing spots. The Jets are the fourth. Um, so I probably need to change this graphic and put the Jets as four. Uh, I, I think that's that's probably appropriate at this point only because these other spots are just absolute fire. They're absolute fire. So we'll make we'll make the the Niners the second landing spot potentially for a team or for a, for one of these uh, these quarterbacks whether it's a free agent like uh like Tom Brady or a player that needs to be traded like Lamar or Aaron Rodgers. But my my point was this. My point was this and we got the Raiders at 3. I got to change the entire graphic here. Raiders are the third best landing spot, kind of tied for the second in my opinion. I think Miami's probably number 1. I, I love the, the the Niner landing spot, but we know how Shanahan can run his system and, and maybe it's going to be a lot of McCaffrey on the ground. And so while it's an amazing situation to win a Super Bowl, it's the number one spot for any of these quarterbacks to win a Super Bowl. This Miami situation is the best fantasy-wise. But my whole point was Lamar, if he wants out of Baltimore, he's got to get tagged for the Ravens to even retain him. Right? And you don't have any long-term commitment there. And if if they're going to trade him to a team, the team's going to say we don't want him unless he wants us. Whereas Derek Carr has no choice. Derek Carr could say, I'm not playing for that team, but we know he's not going to forfeit his money and he has no control because he's under contract. Lamar can sign his, his franchise tag tender, get franchise tagged, but he has so much control because if, let's say, the Houston Texans said we'll trade for him and Lamar said no, they can't say yes, Lamar, because Lamar would say, I'm not signing a long-term deal. And then Houston would say, wait a minute, we want Lamar, but is he going to sign a long-term deal? No. Oh, then we're not trading draft capital for a a franchise tag one-year commitment if he doesn't even want to be here. Goodbye. That's the difference between Lamar and the difference between a Derek Carr being traded. So back to the conversation, and I wanted to clarify that point. Derek Carr... He doesn't get any say as to where he's going. He can say whatever he wants. They don't care. They don't want to give him an open door to where he thinks he's got this kind of power and attitude. So they're going to be like, we're sending you wherever we want to send you. That's kind of to explain that. Derek Carr not granted uh, permission to seek a trade on his own accord. NFL but he will be traded very soon the NFL informed teams today that the 2023 salary cap will be a record 224.8 million per club sources tell me and rap sheet uh this coming from uh several sources today um and, and we knew this was coming we talk about this all the time so when we say things
3: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSC. It's
2: like on the Brady board here. On the Brady board, when we say, oh, these teams can't afford this or that, the Jets are going to, they've already said, we'll spare no expense to bring in a a veteran quarterback. Veteran meaning, where's my, my megaphone when I need it? Veteran meaning Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, or Aaron Rodgers. That's what we mean when we say veteran. The Jets don't mean, oh, an old-timer or let's bring in Derek Carr. Derek Carr will be an option if these three are off the board for them at some point. Then Derek Carr is going to circle around as an option. Or if they feel pressured that they're going to lose Carr because Carr could Carr could get traded quick and they got to make a decision and they don't know that they can wait on this or they're not sure uh, if they're going to win a, a, a Tom Brady bid. Then they might have to go, uh, pull the trigger on car. And then they kind of get out, they kind of shoot themselves in the foot in terms of a, the, the potential of getting one of these guys. It's going to be crazy. I absolutely love smoke season. I get so amped up for smoke season. Nothing is better than smoke season. Absolutely love smoke season. It's my favorite season. It's my favorite season. It should be your favorite season. I love nothing better than to come on here and shoot down rumors, try and predict rumors, uh, confirm what I believe to be true, and all of that. I'm not out here to spread rumors or be some kind of inaccurate talking head. I am a talking head. And I get tired of people saying, Smitty, you don't know what you're talking about. You can't say this. You can't say that. I can say whatever I want. It's my show. Not to mention, I'm trying to do my very best to predict what may or may not happen. And sometimes we kick around a lot of scenarios. Do I really think that the Brady board, do I really think that all... Three of the quarterbacks will absolutely change teams and land in these four situations. Three of the the quarterbacks landing in one of the four situations. So, all three of Lamar, Brady, and A Rod, will they all be in new environments in 2023? I don't know that that can happen. I I do believe two will, but just because I'm trying to predict all three of the spots doesn't mean I'm going to be right. It means I'm going to try my darnest. To be right. But who saw Christian McCaffrey getting traded to the Niners? Who saw Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams getting traded? Those are really hard things to see coming. That's why I love smoke season. That's why you should love smoke season. That's why we all love smoke season. And this is my favorite time of year. Smoke season. To the moon. moon. Let's get back to the news. Then open the phone lines. So this is amazing. $224.8 million cap. Uh, for every single team in the NFL, which means that these things are very possible. The Jets can bring in Tom Brady if they want. The Miami Dolphins can bring in Tom Brady if they want. The Niners can bring in Tom Brady if they want. I believe there's something along the lines of, of, of 11 or 10 to 15 in terms of the most cap space, I believe. Uh, someone tell me if that's wrong, but there's tons of opportunity to bring in Tom Brady. And we can talk about that all you want. I think Tom Brady, if I had to guess, if I went to... Uh, uh, to drop some predictions right now. Let's go to the table and let's drop some predictions. Right now, I'll, by the way, on the table, we're going to always have uh, the top super chatter of the year, which is Bob. And Ron is the top super chatter of Lifetime in one live stream. So those will always be in this bottom corner. I've done a bad job of trying to keep that atop on all the other pages. I'm going to decide to commit that that's this is where you're going to find that location. Anybody drops a $20 hauler, you get a total team breakdown. And a phone call, total team breakdown if you want to dial in. Uh, so, if I'm predicting landing spots, Tom Brady. We'll put Tom Brady right here. Brady, you can't even see that. Brady, as of right now, 49ers. And you can complain and moan and say, oh, Bert, Purdy proved this, Purdy proved that. Purdy's having a UCL surgery, and we'll get to that in a second. In fact, we got to go to that first. Uh, so cap increase, we're going we're to touch back on this. Um, D'Amico Ryans, this is another Niner-related thing. Uh, the Texans could hire D'Amico Ryans as their next head coach by Tuesday or Wednesday if the interview goes well. This is phenomenal news for the Texans. I wish the Cardinals were getting D'Amico Ryans. This is bad news for uh, the Niners who are losing a, a guy that really helped this this club turn this defense around and be the, the best defense in the entire National Football League. Brock Purdy has torn his UCL uh, ligament. And will be sidelined for at least six months. Now, what's the UCL? It's the same thing that, that uh, Josh Allen injured. It's what you always hear reports uh, and reporters say is more of a, a baseball uh, injury. Where you, you strain it or you tear it. And, and Brock Purdy tore it, I believe, completely. Which is horrible. That's horrible. Now, there are two options. Everybody's saying he'll be out six months. He could be back by training camp. Not always the case. They're going to go in. And when they go in, it's either they find out this or they find out that. They could go in and he needs a total Tommy John situation where he's, that's career threatening. That's more than six months. He won't likely be back for the beginning of the season. He'll be out for a full year. Um, he may never return. This guy's trying to get a hold of a starting job that really is is not exactly his to lose. it He feels like he's in the driver's seat in terms of a competition, right? But if it's a Tommy John situation where they can't repair it and they have to restructure the UCL, rebuild it, total reconstruction of the UCL, it's that's Tommy John's. He's done for a significant amount of time and then he gets passed over and then he becomes a backup quarterback. So for everybody that thinks that this is for sure... A six month injury, and they're like, he'll be back, Smitty. They're not going after Tom Brady. They're not going after Tom Brady. They don't know what's going to happen with them. As of right now, Trey Lance is maybe even playing field with, with Purdy and maybe in the driver's seat because he won't be ready until training camp at the very earliest. And I can, even if it's a, a repair, I could see it being a little bit more delayed than that. Trey Lance is going to get his shot unless they trade for Brady. Then Brady's going to get his shot. So, there's a real good shot that Purdy has a, 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 just a torn that can be repaired UCL. And he's, he's backed by, I would say, a little after training camp. A little after training camp starts. I wouldn't say training camp. And there's still a very significant chance. They they open up, open up the elbow. They take a look under the hood. And he needs Tommy Johns. They can't repair it. It's a total reconstruction. Now, let me tell you this. His his inability to even throw, by his own words, this isn't me being critical. This is me saying he's a soldier. He went back out onto the field, and it was reckless and, and bad decision-making to throw him back on the field and compromise, potentially, his future. Maybe they could have repaired. We don't know. This is assumptions by me, and some will call this Shanahan hating. But this is me telling you he's a bad decision-maker. Bad decision-maker, good offense, bad decision-maker. Shoves this kid back onto the field. When he has a totally torn UCL. And he's still throwing and he can barely throw. And by his own words, he said, I can I can throw maybe five to like not even ten yards down the field. It hurts so bad. And maybe he took a repairable UCL. We won't know, but we'll never know. We'll never know. Maybe it was repairable and maybe.
3: kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply
2: activity he was forced to do i know he he, he could have said no but you're not going to say no in that situation you got to protect the player players always want to play you got to protect the player and shanahan runs him out there and maybe he turns it into something worse maybe now he needs tommy johns it's it's like it's, it's i get tired of people defending shanahan horrible call, horrible call horrible call horrible game Horrible call. Stop blaming it on that they didn't have enough quarterbacks and start realizing that he could have had a third quarterback on the roster when he knows this is a position that he can't keep healthy and you can keep calling it a freak injury. But why were they on to what would have been their fifth quarterback? Why were they on to what would have been their fifth quarterback? I'll tell you why. Because he ran a couple of them up the gut. He ran Trey Lance up the gut and got him injured. And I don't care what anybody says. You can disagree with me. I'm not mad at you for disagreeing with me, but I will say what I want to say. And I believe... Shanahan got Trey Lance injured and that's how I feel and Trey Lance if if Shanahan would have protected him and invested in the offensive line a little better instead of worrying about Jimmy G and saving this extra money that you lose if you cut him and would have improved the offensive line maybe Trey Lance would have been in there from the start and you would have you would have been holding up a, a championship trophy but no, now we keep talking about, oh, it wasn't Shanahan's fault. He was down to Josh to Josh Johnson. It wasn't his fault. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, the the penalty, all that. I'm tired of talking about, it, to be honest with you. I've said what I've said. People can get mad all they want. Shanahan's not a good coach. He's a great offensive coordinator, and he continues to to botch it left and right, left and right, left and right. And I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say how I I can i am I'm gonna call it how I see it. And if people don't understand it. Then fine, just move around it. Don't get mad at me. That's my take. That's my take. It's aggressive. I'm upset about it because we've seen a lot of quarterbacks. One of them being one of my my Moon Men, Trey Lance, get ruined by Shanahan. And and someone answer that answer this to me. If you disagree with me in the chat and you're mad at me going at Shanahan, call up and tell me why. You continue to suffer more injuries by a mile over any other team in the NFL. And don't even dare say it's because it's football. Football is dangerous. My question is not why do players get hurt. My question has nothing to do with football or that football is dangerous. My question is, explain to me why the Niners continue to have astronomical amounts of injuries more so than any other team in the NFL, and why you were on your fifth quarterback. I don't know the full answer to it. I'm not acting like I have this answer I'm going to spit back at you. I'm asking somebody that's going to hate on my take to call in and tell me what you think is the reason, and give me a a legitimate answer, and maybe, maybe you'll enlighten me. I'm open-minded about it. I just want to know, why is Shanahan such a good coach to everybody that loves him? Didn't didn't challenge that play. Didn't have a third-string quarterback. Put Brock Purdy back out onto the field when he wasn't good enough to play, so you put Josh Johnson in because he couldn't play. And then you shove the young kid out onto the field who's trying to impress you. He's not going to say no. You're not looking out for the player. You, you, you were concerned enough about him not putting him in when Josh Johnson was able to play. Lance says, Lance could be in the driver's seat very, very soon. Smitty a Niner fan? No, JP, I've never been a Niner fan. I don't know what would make you think I'm a Niner fan. I don't even show my signs of any fandom on this show or on my brand. I'm a completely unbiased uh, uh, looking glass at the entire NFL. And your boy Smitty brings it with objectivity. Um, Of course, I get excited about guys like Burrow and Hurts, but it's because they're bold prediction calls. They were guys who graduated from the fantasy football show last year. These guys right here in the yearbook, that is the fantasy football show 2022. Best couple in the bottom right corner. Most likely to succeed. They always get that wrong. Ended horribly for... uh, the, the most popular uh, high school player here in, uh, in uh, Swift. But my point being, my point being that we don't know what's going to happen with the Brock Purdy. It could end up having the Tommy Johns. We'll find out once they get in there, open it up, and it could be good or it could be bad news. Either way, does that change the fact that I think Tom Brady's headed to the Niners? No, it doesn't. It doesn't change it at all. Uh, Joe Burrow, this is obvious stuff right here. Captain Obvious. Bengals. Uh, hey, coach Zach Taylor said conversations about extending, uh, Joe, Joe Burrow should begin, um, and, uh, I assume, they mean, immediately, um, internally and immediately, Joe Burrow needs to get a fat bag. And, uh, this guy right here, Kellen Moore went literally like five minutes without a job. Um, the, uh, chargers are expected to hire ex Cowboys, OC, uh, Kellen Moore. I think this is good. Um, I think this will be really good for Herbert. I still don't know how I feel, Herbert, about Herbert walking into 2023. I'm still a little bit concerned about him, um, and, and I don't think I'm ready to get on board when there's so many better options on the board. It's not—it's not like I'm trying to run from Herbert entirely, but like I don't find myself in a position where uh, uh, I don't—I don't—I don't think I can find myself in a position where I don't absolutely love. Option after option after option before I'm forced to take him, you know? So, like, I don't anticipate drafting Herbert in 2023. Uh, True Penguin says, somebody don't clown on my boy Swift. Bro, you want to con-, con and defend Swift, be my guest. I'm not mad at you for defending him. I'd love to hear your rationale just so we could all maybe get a different angle because I do. I am very angry as everybody else is about Swift's um, inability to deliver during 2022. Uh, the high investment we had. I would love to know what a positive take looks like. To be honest with you, not to to go at you, just to, to, just to hear it, to hear what the positive take is. Is there any is there any reason to get excited about him? You know, then I would definitely uh, be excited uh, a little more than I am now. In Planet Uranus, we did add Kyle Shanahan to it.
0: And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus.
2: Oh, yeah. And now. Ladies and gentlemen, with all of that in mind, with the Brady board and all of the landing spots in mind, with the NFL draft order and all of that in mind, it's time to open the phone lines and talk to you, the people, because I work for you.
0: Call into the show. Call call, call into the show.
2: Okay, uh, Nev, appreciate you. Appreciate everybody that dropped comments yesterday. Drop your comments today. We'll get a new set of, uh, of information up. Oh, I was going to predict these landing spots. So let me rewrite that in a bigger fashion. So we got we got Brady, uh, 49ers. We've got A-Rod to the Jets. And again, I don't know that all these will happen, but I believe two of them will. We got Lamar needs to be... This needs to be an aggressive coach and GM and, and club to get Lamar because he the, the 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 objective will be for the Baltimore Ravens to tag him and keep him and, and sign him to a long-term deal or long-term deal before the, the franchise tag is required. But they'll tag him either way, and then they'll work out a long-term deal or trade him, tag and trade him. But the team's going to have to be aggressive enough. What team feels like they're going to be the most aggressive? Miami. Miami. They will be the most aggressive. Miami Mike will, I believe, try and get a hold of this guy, Lamar. And, and, and if you think Lamar isn't wanting two wide receivers over one, so the Jets have Garrett Wilson, and then we think that Elijah Moore could be revived. But uh, And then the Las Vegas Raiders, um, they, of course, are are an attractive landing spot because you got Devontae Adams. But... And that could be where, you know, maybe the Raiders get aggressive, but I think it's it's this guy right here. It's Miami Mike that is gonna be the most aggressive coach in the National Football League. We've seen it already. Miami Mike is gonna do his darndest to lure in a quarterback that can help him close out what he wasn't able to close out in this year's playoffs with a with a quarterback that can that can stay on the field. Now, Lamar's been injured a lot, so we wonder if that's gonna work out, right? Is is he gonna get him hurt? Or will Lamar. Get to run less for the first time in his career. Well, Lamar's rushing stats get cut in half, and that's not a bad thing. It could keep him healthy, and he might make up for more than make up for what he loses in rushing stats in receiving production—I'm sorry, in passing production, because you've got literally these weapons, this arsenal— of weaponry that will make even Lamar Jackson, who I doubt as a pocket passer, a pure pocket passer, he's not a pure pocket passer. Without Lamar's rushing stats, he's nowhere near top five fantasy football quarterback material unless he's in Miami and whatever he loses and he will lose rushing yards, you'll want him to. You'll want to keep him healthy. Let's say you cut him in half and you give him 100 carries instead of 200. He's still gonna have massive production, rip off big yards per carry. His yardage will be lower, but maybe it's not even as low as you would think. Getting half the carries because it's gonna be big rips, and he, he could still get the rushing touchdowns near the goal line and in the red zone. But it's like this guy, whatever this guy loses in rushing stats, he will most certainly gain in passing stats in Miami. Uh, ben, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show.
4: Maybe the other goal, man. What's up? Uh, not
2: too much. Um,
4: I know this isn't like a take that you have or anything, but I've been seeing way too many people hating on Brock Purdy, saying Brock Purdy failed, Brock Purdy this, Brock Purdy that. Brock Purdy got hurt on like the first drive, I believe. Like,
2: I don't know. That was so, a tough game, but so my ten hands suck. My take is this, bro. Okay, this this might be this might be I don't know. I don't want to say it hard to hear. But Brock Purdy was living on a cloud, bro, cloud nine, you know? And I think Niner fans were living on cloud nine. It's not that he couldn't succeed. This is such a good situation in a very similar fashion. It's like Miami. Was Tua really an amazing quarterback? The answer is no, Ben. Did he play like an amazing quarterback? The answer is yes, Ben. So could Brock Purdy play... Way above his ability and level in this offense, yes, because he has a lot of nice intangibles. Um, I think there's a big difference in saying Brock Purdy isn't the for sure guy, and I think that's what people should be saying that are saying he failed and he's not the guy. They should say he might not be the guy. We don't know enough yet, but people that were touting him as a for sure lock to be the next elite quarterback were putting the cart – ahead of the horse because this a we didn't have enough footage on him defenses didn't have enough footage on him he maybe started to get figured out this is about the time frame that a quarterback that doesn't have a lot of film out there starts to get figured out Tua got started to get figured out a little bit um I'm not saying Brock Purdy couldn't have developed but with this injury I see it I see his his stroke his road to the starting lineup just went from I would say 80% certainty that he gets the job next year To at a maximum of 50-50. Because now you have Trey Lance who's going to get the entire offseason work. You're going to have this kid coming back from an injury, and he may or may not be 100% when he does come back. Let's say he comes back right at the start of camp. He may not be 100%, and they may take it easy on him. Not to mention, if they go into the elbow, bro, and it's Tommy John's, not just a, a a repair, it's a reconstruction. Tommy John surgery, he's probably done. You know, he's done for a while at least, and then will his job be there? And then it's like he has to fight to try and get it. Maybe he's a backup for a while, and he does regain his positioning somewhere, if not even in San Francisco. But given you don't know what Trey Lance can do yet, and I'm not saying I wouldn't give Trey a shot either. I like that option because I like Trey. But you don't know what Trey Lance can do yet. He still hasn't played in over two years you know he really hasn't played consistent football at all for over two years he got hurt right away so you don't know what Trey can do you don't know if Purdy's gonna stay healthy you've continued to have quarterback injuries and you were on your fifth quarterback or if you're a Niner fan or not you were on your fifth quarterback and you didn't even have a fifth quarterback to put in so guess who your fifth quarterback was let's say we're four quarterbacks down who's our fifth quarterback oh Let's just let's just like like a like a layup line in basketball. Brock Purdy came around again. <laughs> Let us send out, let's send the guy with no UCL in his elbow. It's like basically just taking his UCL, ripping it out like a cord. He's just gonna go out there with this limp arm and just hand the ball off. And let's maybe turn a maybe a repair into a reconstruction, Tommy John's, because that's how reckless that was of Shanahan to put this poor kid out there that didn't want to say no. I'm sure you got to look out for the player when you're the coach. You got to. These these kids want to go back on the field no matter what, no matter what. He could be missing a thumb, and they, he'd be like, "I want to go back out there, yeah. coach." Everybody wants to go back out on the field. He doesn't want to disappoint. He also doesn't want to lose his job. And so, it. it I, think- I, I understand what you're saying. Like, it is wrong of people to say he failed and that he busted, but he did get. He did look rattled against the Cowboys. He didn't look fantastic before the injury, but it wasn't a lot of time. It's not fair to judge that. But at the end of the day, bro, he wasn't there. And at the end of the day, you don't know if he's going to be healthy. At the end of the day, you have one option, in my opinion, that secures you a a Super Bowl appearance almost immediately when you sign him, and that's Tom Brady. Not only do you still have Brock Purdy or Trey or all three, or maybe you trade Trey away and you get something for him and you still have Brock Purdy, you're in no worse situation if Brady fails because then you go right back to your boy Purdy. And he's developed under Tom Brady all offseason and for a few games. Let's say Tom Brady looks like crap. He goes out there, plays like crap. You pull him. It's a sad moment. We're all like depressed or he gets hurt, whatever. And then Purdy goes in. Why not give the Niners a shot with a a closing window? When I say that, I don't mean it's closing like right this second. I just mean you're not going to be able to keep all this talent together forever. And you have an opportunity to not only groom Purdy or Trey under Tom Brady, but you can win a Super Bowl to boot with an increased cap. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. For Niner fans that are against it, why would you be against bringing in Tom Brady? Are you just saying he, he stinks? He's already done. Let him let him prove he's done. If he's done, you throw Purdy back in there. Like, why would you not want I'm not to take Brady? I'm not against Brady, but we do need a very team-friendly
4: deal. And I know he's willing – I know he's at least has a history of being willing to do that. So bro, if he can will, get a good team-friendly deal, then
2: that works for me. No quarterback – no quarterback would be more friendly to, to the
3: – Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to Bluenile.com. That's Bluenile.com.
2: Niners in a deal right now than Tom Brady. He's wanted to play for the, the San Francisco 49ers since he was a little boy, and this is his dream come true. If he's got to stack his deal in these, look, it's an accounting game. Like it's going to, you, you wouldn't, it's not a problem signing him. He could, he could stack his contract in the perfect way that helps the team out for the future, for the now, however they want to structure it. He would be like, do it. He's not going to play for pennies, but he would say structure it however you want. Re re uh, nego- at the end of the year. I promise I'll re I'll reconstructure it or whatever. Restructure, uh, restructure it later. We can redo the contract at any point. Like Tom Brady will be one hundred thousand percent willing to commit to anything. Hey, I want you to groom Trey Lance like you've never groomed a quarterback. Yeah, done, done. Put it in the contract. I want you to, I want you to, I want you to hold Brock Purdy's hand on, on, on anywhere on the facility. Done, done. I'll hold Brock Purdy's hand to the cafeteria. I'll do everything. I'll wrap my arms around him. We'll be best buddies attached to the hip. I'll put him on a, I'll put him on a leash. Any, anything he wants, done. Tom Brady will attach himself and groom this kid. Whatever they want, Tom Brady will do. And, and so I feel like it's a, it's in the bag. But you know what the problem is, Ben? This is me predicting what's logical. And the problem is the guy I trust the very least in the entire National Football League to make good personnel decisions is Shanahan. So will I be right? Probably not, bro. I'm probably gonna whiff on this one big time because I'm using logic and Shanahan's doing Shanahan things. Shenana Hannigans, bro. It's constant with this guy. So my hope is who do you think was responsible for that CMC trade? Probably John Lynch, Ben, because he has such good ties to the to the McCaffrey family. John Lynch is probably 80% or more the reason why McCaffrey was traded to the Niners. And I had a lot of negative things to say about John Lynch all offseason, and I'm starting to change my tune. I'm starting to really like the way John Lynch is operating because he's starting to, I think, force certain things instead of just going with Shanahan, which makes John Lynch's decision-making look bad. But I believe John Lynch is probably to a point right now where he's like, if he wants Brady, I think he's going to force it. I, I'm hoping that John Lynch is going to grab this this situation by the balls and take over and get Tom Brady, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, that defense, IUK, uh, all on the same squad, and it's a super team. And then you know what you're going to have people say? This is unfair. Of course you can buy a championship. Well, everyone else is the same shot at getting Brady right now. Everybody's still the same shot at getting Christian McCaffrey. The Niners are a super team. If they get Tom Brady, they are a Super Bowl lock, in my opinion, and and, and even capable of beating the Eagles uh, next year, even if the Eagles improve by getting, let's say, Bijan Robinson or whoever. I think it'll be a battle. It'll be a great game. But Brady will, I believe, walk this team into a Super Bowl appearance if he signed and on the Niners roster.
4: I agree. I, I think that's a good take. Um, I agree with you 100%. I just... I just, I just don't like. All, I've seen a lot of people saying Brock Purdy failed, and I agree with you. The only thing that failed Brock Purdy was his head coach and his the ligaments in his throwing arm. Um, and if yeah, if we can get Brady, he, I know he wants to play in San Francisco, so that would be fantastic. If he would agree for that. agree to do that?
0: Yeah.
4: Um, I have a question. Uh, I was curious if uh, if now is a good time or if you want to do it on your later show. But uh, how are your? Uh, how are your mittens doing? and you got any in the
2: finals? Or I've got one that one or two that made it out. To check it and pull it up again, but uh, the problem is they were they were they were bangle geared. So at this point, even the ones that made it are are they're 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 pretty much done. Because I I had right, I, I, it... I, I had my best one, bro. It has Joe Burrow, Mixon, P. Ryan, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Hurst. I have the entire lot of them, bro, on one. And and that's the one that made it. It's done. If my if my Bengals would have made it through to the Super Bowl, I think I would have been in some for, for a big bag of cash, bro. I'm, I'm, yeah, I had a couple of
4: Bengals teams that looked looked pretty nice, looked yeah. all right. But yeah, it's it's it, it's it's interesting because there shouldn't be any teams in the finals with even five players because the Chiefs and the Eagles had that buy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I mean other, yeah. If, if, but if right, the, like if, if the, the Bengals, Bengals or the
4: Bills or the yeah, but if the, any the, other pro, team made it, if, if any pro, other teams made it, any other teams, there would have been there would have been squads in there with six, seven, eight, nine, ten people. But uh, there really the, shouldn't be anybody with even five players, maybe five. If you had DK and Dalton Schultz, maybe and
2: Dak. The problem is uh, all the teams that I had, and I think this is. Pretty safe to say it's the same for everybody else. All the teams that I had that were Eagle geared or KC geared didn't make it through round one because they didn't have the firepower to make it through round one. So it was a tough balance. So you had to have the perfect wild card players mixed with all the high draft picks of Eagle or or KC players. And those people are the ones that are going to walk into a, a nice bag of cash. It was hard because I, I put I put my money on my on my Niner and Eagle geared teams where I drafted Mahomes and McKinnon and and where I drafted Hurts, uh, AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and Miles Sanders. I have all four of them on one of my mittens. I, have, I think I have all five mm-hmm. of the Eagles on one of my mittens. But I I had to bank wow. on some wild card players, right? And I put all I put everything on the line for those built teams on the Buccaneer wide receivers and Tom Brady and they crapped the bed in the wild card game. And it's, it was just a bad unraveling of, of the combinations that I had. But I have a team that made it. It's just that they're all Bengals and they're all out. So
4: Yeah, the only, the only team I can even imagine making it into the finals with five guys would have to have D.K. Metcalf, Dak Prescott, and Dalton Schultz. But um, I do have one team I'm excited about in the uh, Mitten Four. Uh, I have a team in the finals with uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I got the Kelsey stack, so I got Mahomes Kelsey. Uh, I got Isaiah Pacheco and uh, Miles Sanders.
2: Nice. Thank hey, you. Anything else, Ben? Um, appreciate everything you do. All right, man.
4: Thanks for uh, taking the phone call. All
2: right, appreciate you, pal. Later.
0: All
2: right. Uh, so, rock all right, rock out. Uh, Kenny Powers says, are so, celebrating six months on the YouTube exclusive membership? For- to the moon. Thank you, Kenny P. You still here, Kenny P.? Hopefully you're still here. Here, uh, Kenny P said, "0.5 PPR. Would you trade Alave or London for the 1.2?" I wouldn't trade if I could choose. I would trade London for the 1.2, but I I don't say that lightly. Like I I like London a lot. I think London could he could even be a Moonman. I'm just letting you know. I know we got a lot of sophomore wide receivers on the Moonman list. The Moon Man dropping loads in outer space. Every single player on this list, aside from the Miami Dolphin quarterback and Brees Hall,
3: space
2: are rookie running backs or sophomore wide receivers. So London could be a Moon Man. Alave's already a Moon Man, as you can see. The Moon man dropping loads in outer space. So is a Moon Man already, so I would keep him, obviously. But that 1.2... Who's the 1.2? He's on the Moon Man list as well. So my, my answer is London's not on the Moon Man y- list yet. But the 1.2 is on the Moon Man list. Whoever it ends up being. If it's Charbonnet or Jameer Gibbs. The Moon Man dropping loads in outer space. Or Sean Tucker. So the 1.2 is one of those guys. It's, it's Gibbs, Charbonnet, or Tucker. Space says. So that's the 1.2, bro. You don't see London on here yet. So that that should tell you. That if you're gonna make a trade uh, and get that one point two,
3: you've just been Smitty approved.
2: Easy smash for me, my broski. Uh, Hod Prime says the NFL or NFL rigged that game, Smitty. I you know I don't buy into this conspiracy stuff, Hod Prime. I mean it's bro, it it's such a you know how hard it would be to rig it. Like I said, if you're gonna try and rig a game. It would be so hard to rig a game. You would have to have so many things under wraps. Come on, bro. If you want to say something different, like, "Hey, Smitty, I firmly believe that an NFL ref was was bot or something in the game." Like, that, I could understand that. Like a compromised situation. Like one person. These are human beings involved in everything. There's always people that are compromised. So, like, I could get behind your opinion of that. Not that we'd have any confirmation on it unless something broke and then we were all surprised. Look, it could happen. It's happened before. It'll probably happen again. But the NFL rigged the game? I don't think so, bro. Do you know how many moving parts there are to that game? There's, this is These are always, no offense, Hot Prime, I, you know, I appreciate you. But these are always ridiculous um, stances to me. That that anything's scripted in the NFL, like stop with the conspiracies. There's too many moving parts. There's no way. There's no way. No way that that's gonna happen. Too many, and especially when people say the entire NFL is scripted, and and the entire all the players are in on it. What do what fantasy world you live in, bro? Fifty three times times thirty two teams is. Twenty five hundred plus players, bro, that are all in cahoots. I don't think so. Give me a break. Give me a break. Um, dial into the show, people. You know, you know the drill. You know the drill.
0: Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show.
2: Um. You're paid off, Smitty. Oh, so now I'm a part of it, Mason. I guess that, that that would be interesting. How much am I getting, bro? What's my price? We need a Moon Man 10, Smitty. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll drop a Moon Man tonight. If you all... I'm going to drop a link right now. If you all get my... my um, If you all get this Spotify podcast, my podcast, to 100 um, rate uh, Full star ratings right now I'm going to drop the link right now Copy the link Drop said link right now I'm going to pin it Let's see here Spotify Where's my Spotify link Spotify 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 uh, Hold on Here, hold on. Let me put this in the in the live chat. If you guys get this to hundred, we're at sixty-five uh, ratings, I believe, full star ratings. If you guys get this to six to, to hundred, that means there's there's how many of you in here right now? One hundred forty-eight. If everybody does it, I'll drop a Moon Man ten tonight. Uh, so here it is. Uh, I will drop Moon Man ten. If we get 100 ratings Okay Pin message I will drop Moonman number 10 tonight This message that I pinned Right here in the live chat It's in the live chat I pinned it, Click that, Spotify If we get to 100 ratings Drop a full star review and we will drop Moonman number 10 tonight. Okay, deal? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be checking on it. And we'll see if we get to 100. Right now we're at 65. Full star reviews. Punch it and we'll drop it. How do you rate it? There should be a, a star uh, a rating button, bro. There's like a star and it says 65 next to it. 4.7 or 4.8 out of 5. Drop a 5 star, bro. Drop a 5 star and your boy Smitty will 100% Drop a moon, man, tonight for all of you. Uh, 1QB traded Tony, Wandell, and Cousins for the 2.1 through 2.5 and 2.7. Oh, and all that for the 1.4 and 1.6. 2.4. Yeah, I love that trade. I'm all about trading up, bro. And that 1.4 is going to get you one of these four running backs. The tripod. What? The moon, man. Dropping loads in outer space. Thank you, Sam. Sam's going to have his, his girl rate it too. Um, Thomas says you'd have to listen to it first. Well, Thomas, it's uh, basically I put every show on there, so you're listening to it right now. You are listening to it yesterday. You listened to it the day before. So drop a full star rating unless you don't like the show, bro. Uh, the Fantasy Football Show, Correction Players... And six times seconds for first. I, it doesn't matter, Jeremy. You get the 1.4, you're getting one of the, what, the running back moon men, bro. You're getting one of those running back moon men. Uh, Jeremy with a super chat. Jeremy. Oh, that was the same one. Thank you, Jeremy. Appreciate you. Definitely go get the early picks, bro. Um, Blind Larry in the building. Blind Larry says it takes one player or coach to rig a game. It's possible, man. It's like shaving points. Yeah, but I, I, think, I think you're saying that there's someone paid off and then the game being scripted are two different things. Like the game being rigged is different than there being corruption in the game where I, I think the definitions we have are very different on that. Okay. Thomas, appreciate you. NFL is definitely rigged, says Pete. <laughs> Crazy, guys. That's right. You're allowed to have your opinion, and I still appreciate you. But I think that's that's crazy talk. I'm telling my girlfriend to rate it. Thank you. Appreciate you, Sam. Spitty, just whisper Moon Man 10 for me. I got to know. Go vote, bro. Go vote. If you want Moon Man number 10, make sure you vote. Um, so far, we have... Uh, let me see. Sometimes they don't update the, the rating right away. It takes like a couple minutes to see a refresh. But guys, make sure you, you, you give it a full star review. And your boy Smitty, if we hit 100, we were at 65 when I dropped it. We will be uh, full go Moon Man blast, baby. Maney. Maney wants a Moon Man. a boy, Maney. Smitty, why the shades, bro? Why not? Why not the shades? When you look at a computer screen as long as I do, bro, and you've got screens all over and you've got lights all over, you tell me. You tell me with lighting in your face how how much your eyes would, you know, uh, invite that. Not to mention um, their blue light blocking and uh, prescription sunglasses, bro. So not only are they for blue light blocking to to like stop migraines from happening because I'm starting to get migraines, but um it's uh it's also because I have tons of lighting in here. It's like being in front of the sun. We have 70 ratings already. All right, guys, 30 more. 30 more, and we're dropping a moon man tonight. 30 more ratings. Let's go. Let's go. See how easy it is to influence me to drop a moon, man? Pretty easy stuff. All right, dial in.
0: Call into the show. Call call, call into the show.
2: I love If anybody thinks the NFL is rigged, I would love for you to call in. Please call in. Not not because I want to go at you in a negative way or anything, but I, w- I want to know your rationale. Please. Uh, see, are you saying it is if NFL is rigged? Don't think everyone knows, or them coaches should get an Academy Award for being pissed. Yeah, I think I think the definition of rigged. You need to describe what you're talking about too. If you if you come in here and say the NFL is rigged. Do you mean that one person is 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 doing it all? Like one person is is like is like scripting it up and and if, if so, or do you think one person's just bought and no one knows it and he's calling bad plays as a ref? Like sure. But if someone thinks the coaching staffs are rigged, that Roger Goodell tells a head coach you're gonna lose this game, what fairy what fairy tale world are you living in? That is absolutely crazy. All pro sports are rigged. There's corruption everywhere. Rigged and corruption are very different, JT. They're not all. All sports are not rigged. You think these players get drafted out of college after trying their hardest and 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 developing their skills and literally come to the NFL to find out? Hey, you're now an actor. I'm sorry, we didn't tell you, but you're now going to have to play a role you're gonna play a role we're gonna tell you if you're gonna win a championship or not okay 52 uh 52 53 players times 32 teams 1696 1696 players in a nfl acting guild now just just quietly all of them at once accept their role as an actor now they just turned into an actor your show's not long enough to explain this is what the ignorant always say At Vegas okay JT I'm I'm asking you to call in and try me if you're going to if you're going to come here and say the NFL's rigged call in don't tell me the 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 it's too long of an answer call in and make one good point call in and make a couple good points in a row you don't have to you don't have to nail everything in in one convo bro dial in dial in if you think the nfl's rigged be bold and brave and call in jt it's really simple and you can say that this is what the the ignorant say is that what you said where's jt's comment this is what the ignorant always say you're asking why you were probably timed out it's probably because you refer to people and me and the show is ignorant That might be, you want to know why you're getting timed out, JT. That's probably a good sign. Read the room, pal. Dial in. Dial in. Stop acting like you don't know why you're getting timed out from the mods or or me or from whoever. It's because you have a kind of negative attitude that you come in here dragging it in. And you, you wonder why people are, like, going at you all the time. You're creating problems with everyone around you. You're arguing left and right. Look, you probably typed this before you even heard what I'm saying. Let's read it. It's not the players and the coaches, bro. It's the umpire who placed my, placed by Goodell, and he's placed by the mafia that runs the books in Vegas. <laughs> bro. Umpire. The umpire? Wrong. Muy mal.
0: The umpire.
2: <laughs> Strike! Wrong sport. But yeah, I mean, this is... M- Manny, Manny's right. Why are you always stirring the pot, JT? And then you complain why you're timed out. Like, you're really oblivious to why you're, you're timed out? Really? Really? You're in here stirring the pot all the time. You sit here. Even if you agree with something, you literally sit here, bro. Don't, don't confer, and you just wait for something that you can jump on. What did somebody say? Oh, yeah. I'm going to stir the pot here. Like, keep it up. Um, I would know what blind ones look like. I don't know what that means, bro.
0: Here, let's hit the phone line. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show.
2: Oh, I don't know. I don't. I didn't finish this. So, we got Brady A-Rod Lamar. So, let's pull up the Brady board real quick while we wait for someone to dial in. We wait for JT to dial in. I doubt it happens. Um, we don't really have a, a, a fourth quarterback to go to Las Vegas, obviously. So, someone's going to be out and you can't put Derek Carr here because Carr Carr was. Oh, I don't even have the screen up. You can't put Carr here because Carr was in Vegas. So uh, there's a possibility that Vegas gets a Rod, and then Carr goes to the Jets or something like that. Um, the, the the Raiders better get aggressive. The Raiders could be screwed if they sit on their hands. They don't aggressively go after one of these three guys, and they end up missing out on one of the three quarterback difference makers, and they're paying Devontae Adams all of this money. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So, um, I don't. This is kind of my prediction as of right now. That leaves Derek Carr to where? Like, what? Play, let's go. Let's go to the NFL draft board, and let's see what teams we feel would be capable of bringing in Derek Carr. Yeah, Jimmy G to Vegas, bro. Oh my God, what a disaster. What a disaster. We'd have to really adjust Adams' value and, and bring him down a whole ton. A whole boatload of, of, of picks, bro. Um, I, I would say... Uh, I would say... Derek Carr to the Falcons, to the Panthers, to... Um the Cardinals potentially, because Kyler Murray isn't gonna be ready for week one. So the Cardinals need a quarterback. I mean, they could just go they could just make sure Colt is is ready to rumble and, and on roster and all that. Uh the 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 Giants could bring in Derek Carr and Dable could show everybody that it's the the, the Raiders' fault. Derek Carr fell apart. You know what I mean? Dable's that good. We didn't think Danny Dimes was gonna be at least I didn't. I didn't think Danny Dimes was going to be a, a special-looking player by the end of the year. Uh, the Saints, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I like that one. That's a good call. Uh, there's Seattle, uh, you know, I think they'd probably rather have Geno. But what if they want to do both? What if they want a competition? Washington. Um, Green Bay could trade away Aaron Rodgers. And they could go with Carr and, and Love and, and try and play it safe. The Jets could get Carr. You know, like I said, if A Rod goes to to Vegas, but if this goes this way, then Vegas is going to be left. Oh, I again not showing the board. I'm sorry. If uh, if this goes this direction, then Vegas is going to be left with one of those quarterbacks like Jimmy G. Or can you imagine what a disaster? What are we at? Can someone give me a count on the on the Spotify reviews? What are we looking at? What are we looking at? Someone refresh it. Are we at Are we at a hundred? Did we get to hundred? Because your boy Smitty. Is ready to drop a moon man tonight. If we get to 100 reviews on Spotify. What are we at? Uh, Car to Indy makes some sense. It does. But they've already shot that down apparently. But who knows if that's a legit rumor. Car to the Saints is again another one Manny says. I like that. I like that from Manny. Manny the Manny. The main man. The main man Manny. Uh, JT actually write about the umpire. I know, but it's just like when you when you categorize a ref as umpire, he's saying that the referees are are potentially placed there. It, it's, ridic- it's a ridiculous accusation, bro. It's a ridiculous accusation. What's he saying now? It's a matter of time before JT's not even around. I can guarantee that. If he keeps stirring the pot, you guys act like the entire NFL would have to be corrupt. No, just the commission and the lead ref. You think that would, wouldn't would get out, bro? You think that wouldn't get out? Not to mention, you still can't control everything. Bro, do you know how hard it would be to, to to mess up game after game? Not to mention, like, just because you call a play bad doesn't mean the team can't come back. You're telling me that, that Trevor Lawrence was supposed to win the game? And that the refereeing caused that. Like, you know how little control you have, even if you're making calls, bro? Like, you can't shape an entire game unless there's a play at the very end and you get lucky and the game goes a certain way and you finally are put in a position where you can make a difference and, and decide who wins. Give me a break. It'd be so blatant if you had to shape an entire game over and over and over, bro. Like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> this is crazy can a ref be bought sure will it matter can he even control the game even if he is no not necessarily unbelievable yeah it's it's no one's don't no one trashes you bro you come in and you stir the pot you come in and you try and rile people up, bro. That's why everybody is is constantly saying, bro, chill. Like you, you get told chill like once a uh, every ten minutes, bro, because you, you you don't um you come in and you start saying things like people are ignorant. Do you hear me calling you names, JT? No, you don't. Lamar to Las Vegas. I like the idea too. It, it's certainly going to potentially be one of these scenarios. Like I, that's why the Brady board's so important. We point to it like every ten times a show is because look at all the options. I mean, Las Vegas. You see, you see a Rod Brady and and Lamar all in the and in that slot. Dave wants to let you all know that the Eagles are going to fly, and they're already flying. Congrats um, to your Eagles, bro. They look really, really good. I think the Eagles win, but it's going to be really, really close. Very, very close. Uh, What are we at? Somebody tell me the Spotify uh, numbers. What are we at? or Brock yeah it is a shame and it's he's not out of the woods yet in terms of being back in 2023 he, when they go in they'll know when they go in they'll know they have to open it up bro thank you Dave They do what Goodell says uh, this is enough I'm not I'm not I'm not even entertaining it anymore JT because you won't call in to debate it so Jimmy G to the Raiders, it's possible, bro. It's very, very possible. We're at seventy-three. Oh boy, twenty-seven more uh, 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 full star reviews on Spotify, and your boy Smitty, uh, True Penguin. I want you to keep us updated. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna update every five minutes, bro. If you can, if that's okay. Uh, and then once we get to 100 We know Moon Man number 10 is dropping tonight The Moon Man Dropping loads in outer space
0: Space monsters.
2: says Moon Man number 10 Coming in this slot right here Coming in this slot right here tonight Pending Moon Man number 7 Let's hit this one more time
3: Get breached. The moon, man,
0: dropping loads in outer space.
2: Coming tonight. Space monsters the link is pinned in the live chat. All you got to do is go to it. Click it. Full star review. Let's go. 76. Nine, yeah. Ignorant is not a derogatory term. Just means that you lack knowledge. Thank you uh, for the underhanded uh compliment there, JT. Lacking knowledge. I lack knowledge. Okay. JT. JT, you're 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 a gem. You're a gem. You're one of one, JT. Uh blind Larry, you are live on the show, bro.
1: <laughs> What's going on, man?
2: What's up? I'm uh, just trying to figure this out. Okay,
1: so, yeah. Until it comes out, being rigged by the whole NFL, it's probably not going to happen like you're right. I believe that, 100%. Yeah. It's kind of hard to get a couple people to do it. But it only takes one or two people, in my opinion, okay? Uh, and, and the reason why I'm saying that is because, like, how can Vegas be right? of the time on any of this stuff, any of these bets, by the points, to the points, to the tee, every single time, if it's big numbers, little numbers that aren't always happening throughout the past in each team's contest. How can they be so sure? Who are the people that work for Vegas? Is what I'm trying to figure out.
2: Okay, but Blind Larry, like they've had years of cultivating algorithms and predicting things and you got to also keep in mind that Vegas doesn't make money on like do you know how vegas man i'm not, i'm not meaning this in a in a um in a way of like trying to get you or anything like that but do you know how do you know why the vegas line is the way it is or how it works uh
1: i, I really don't that's what i'm trying to okay. figure
2: out so course. this is how the vegas line works so let's say there's there's the game the super bowl game vegas wants no part in actually betting on the winner like they may have some algorithms that tell them to push in and maybe they do some kind of weird thing behind the scenes of, of, of trying to like bet on the game or something i don't know but the way that the line works vegas wants no part in the actual benefiting of a winner or loser vegas pushes the line to the middle so if let's say 100 people as just a simplify numbers 100 people right now go and put down uh, a bunch of money on the Chiefs' line side of the line, the line will move so that there's an even amount of people on both sides, so that Vegas has. Vegas isn't even gambling. Vegas is just taking in the rake, the percentage, the vig. Yeah, no, no. So no, I get, I get that, I get
1: that part. But how ironic is it for like the other day you said Sanders to get you know thirty plus or under yards. You know what I'm saying, like and then they take them pretty much out of the game and don't run them the rest well, of the game. Well, those, those aren't necessarily
2: meter. coming from from Vegas, bro. They might start pulling those that data from v- Vegas lines or something. I don't know, but at first when when those those uh higher lowers uh were coming yeah. out, you could really take advantage of them, bro, cuz there was somebody operating that at, at a different level. But um there's like okay but hold I, on I'm
1: just calling because I'm tired okay.
2: of hearing everybody talk about
1: it I ain't gonna be scared enough to call and talk I know about but, but it. do I think some games are 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 you know scripted or rigged at some point you got to think the same thing like why no. is one time this guy's gonna make this play knowing the next week he will never make no. that same play no or script. the week
2: before there's, you know what I mean there's no chance of scripting there's chance of corruption like it's human beings. Wilder. Okay, well, then I
1: guess that's maybe what I'm confusing hu- with, I guess. you. It's,
2: you... it's a human being. Like, we're human beings. Is someone capable of being yeah. – be- Like, like bro, somebody could storm into one of the referee's houses the night before and go, you're doing this or – Like, we don't know. Anything could happen, bro. It could be like a, a crazy uh- scenario. But, but what I'm trying to say is, on the whole – there's no way that they the, the NFL or referees can manage how many yards like cause let us take it piece by piece. The line itself and the score and the outcomes one argument, which is easier to manipulate than anything else, let's just say. But to, to the comment that you had earlier that Miles Sanders would get a hundred yard, you know how hard it'd be for a referee to guide Miles Sanders into one hundred yards rushing. He wouldn't know like But I mean but he would have he might overshoot guy, it. I mean, he might what
1: if quarterbacks got helmet mics or whatever, you know, who's to say anybody
2: else couldn't? Well, what do you think say- People that I mean, the- but what are you saying? Well, that Ralph Sanders, saying- you're gonna get 100 yards or else. Like, do you know how hard it would be to keep that no. under wraps, bro? Come on, I, I'm
1: no, and, and 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 no, sir. I do not believe that everything can be scripted. Do I have like if he's at 97 yards, I'm not playing that dude no more. He's not gonna get 100 yards, simple as that. You know what I mean? Like there, there's, certain things, I think could be okay, or like you saying, could be corruption.
2: Okay, but <clears throat> but, 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 but I'm but, not
1: saying that the NFL is scripted 100. Okay, no. okay. Do I believe that?
2: Yeah. But player yardage, there's zero chance. Zero. Ch- there might be somebody that tried to. Well, how can it. how can they be? How can they be so? it Pretty doesn't but it doesn't even matter it doesn't even time. matter though if they are accurate with algorithms and such and averages like think about it for a second and i'll also let me get back to that with the line but if you're talking about yardage and all that bro it's hard enough to predict something using averages and stuff to begin with for a, for a referee while the whole game's on the line, they gotta they gotta shape the direction of the game. Who's gonna win? How many field goals are gonna get kicked? How many yards are gonna get rushed? Come on, bro. You know how hard there's so hey, many. There's hey, 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 so hold many. On, be- hold there's...
1: on, hold on, hold on. I'm not saying that it is. You, you you're thinking. I guess you think I'm saying it is. Everybody else want to be like you know. I'm not gonna call in. Well, I'm gonna call in. We can talk about okay. it. You want content? I'm giving it okay. to you, bro. I'm not saying. That Like the well, J.C. character is. I'm just saying things could be out of the ordinary when it comes to money, dude. One-off, si- one-off
2: situations, though, not grand scheme things. Like this, we're uh, talking, one, we're talking uh, 100% about. 100% sure. good. Okay. Like,
1: I understand, yeah. I, uh, yeah, understood that, yeah. Let's get sure. back to the
2: line, though. So let, let's throw out the idea that yardage is controlled by a referee. There's zero chance okay. that is shapeable. From all, the, especially if he's got to control the outcome of the game, and bro, that's that's like telling the guy to do do do. He's not Chris Angel out there on the field, you know, okay, pulling off okay, magic. But check this so, out. so okay, hold on, hold so on. That's
1: fine or whatever. But if the, if I'm watching the football game and the, the announcers already know all this information within real time, that real time can be said to them people real time.
2: <laughs> okay, so let, let's just, a, let, I'm let's. I'm not
1: saying I'm I'm not saying that they go that far okay. into doing things. But I'm saying again, it is a possibility. Just like you say, everything you say, it is a possibility. just mm-hmm. say that it gave the possibility, and that, that guy was shut up. That is not
2: that is not a possibility to me because there's, bro. You have you have Miles Sanders yardage, receiving yards, uh, touchdown yardages, uh, half half a point for a uh, touchdown or receiving touchdown, bro. There's too many variations to even control. Let's say two players stat outcomes for a referee. It's it's a ridiculous argument. I appreciate you making it though. It's kind of fun to, to make the argument and counterpoints. But let's take that off the table. There's zero there's zero chance. That referees can control anything like that. Let's say that a referee well, I, was.
1: I, I wasn't talking about referees okay, per se. Let's bro. Say a I ref- was talking about in general.
2: But that's not happening either because you'd have players being quiet. You're telling me that this guy that hits a team, comes out of college, thinks his skill is going to be used, I'm, I'm going to make bank and I'm going to be a star. You're telling him, I'm going to control your game and you're going to have, ex- like, or the if coaches control. If you give
1: somebody 100 to $300 million, you think these people aren't going to shut up?
2: Bro, every player, every players, every players, quiet players that got cut, players that got kicked out of the league. You're telling me that these things aren't just going to be out there. Hold on, let's throw that part out because that is that is a ridiculous part of this. Let's just say that that (laughs) all the referees were under the thumb of Goodell. That's a more realistic conspiracy that we could at least tackle. Okay. Let's just pretend that's what the conversation <laughs> yeah. is. Because the other the yardage is ridiculous. You're so many moving parts and so many variations, bro. When you go to Miles Sanders, I, I, I when you go to Miles just, Sanders' content.
1: Talk- no, okay. no, 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 no. You got me confused, homie. I was saying for these people who are making these bets like you're underdogs, you're this, you're that, whatever, you're Vegas, how are they to know one person is going to get 30 yards? Because there's bets you can get that say, oh, he's going to get 33 yards, blah, 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 whatever. Like, how is it so on point every okay, single time so that, or, like, the end of the game?
2: So that's insinuating. I want to know who the, people are okay, that are working for him. Right, that's but, who I want to know. Okay, well that's I want to know diff- the people that are working that's for That's a whole different topic, and and there's algorithms involved that are the rationale for that. Like, the average amount of yards he gets per game, The the, the, the there's so many equations that there's, there's huge algorithms that take into effect – defensive stats against how many how likely is this team to be up what's the yardage look like like there's a there's a reason it's it's very very close but there's zero chance any of the yardage is controlled by the nfl refs or the nfl zero they're just because if you okay hold hold on replay
1: this back replay all this replay all that back and tell me one time did i ever say the refs are controlling well you well you one time
2: well, but you're saying you're saying that you're making the argument that it's weird that the yardage is exact. So if you're just saying that, then fine. fine. I, that
1: was just on the Vegas. That was just on the Vegas aspect, dude. That wasn't okay. on this.
2: It honestly felt like you were arguing that. To be honest, like I think not at all because no, you came in I, here I on that topic, was, though, bro. You, you came in on that topic, so clearly I'm, it's going to come off that way. But I'm gonna
1: okay, come, I'm going to come. I'm gonna come in hot on it because not everybody else is scared to I know, call in that, and talk about it. I know, but that—that makes it sound. Of, everybody in this chat has thought about that once or twice. But in it their sounds life like you, it sounded
2: like you were trying to come in and counterpoint, and you were. So I was telling you that the counterpoint isn't gonna pass the test if you were oh, gonna argue. No. It. Okay, so let, you, let's. You back, know way
1: more about football than I do, bro. I just look at it from the person that pretty okay, much just watched it. I, I got just you. started fantasy a I couple got you. years back. You know let's, what I'm saying? So, I'm all, all I was trying to do is understand makes people, you know, try to understand where maybe some this guy is coming from or anybody else that's thought about it because there has not been one person in that watches football that ever not thinks that this couldn't uh I, sorry, couldn't be uh rigged there any in any okay. type of way.
2: I mean that's corruption on, a, human, on, a, on a, a corruption on a one off level here and there for sure. But have I ever thought that the NFL was the WWE which is what a lot of people say in the chat sometimes zero
1: percent chance it's it, it, it just, it just like monster jam that's rigged a lot of people didn't know that
2: the Zero you know percent chance that the nfl <laughs> is scripted from a high level in terms of yardage uh in terms of wins and losses in terms of everything is there a bot but you gotta ref? think
1: you gotta think you gotta think this is like a bunch of billionaires with a bunch of money that sit up in their in their suite
2: you can't keep quiet and watch kind of games. thing though bro you can't keep – I mean, hey, dude, there's when, a lot
1: of things. The elite can do a lot of things, my man, and they got money to do it. They just got to play it out the right way. Okay. And if let's, it doesn't come let's, out, we, let's, can, let's, we can be like, okay, Larry, you were right. But at the same time, you know, it's never going to come out. I don't think that these players waste all their lives to go be actors. I do not. Not a right, right. And, okay, and so there wouldn't be, you know, let's so skip much emotion player part. in the game.
2: Let's skip the player part because it's, it's kind of a waste um, – there's no way the players are involved in this. If there was a conspiracy that was accurate or whatever, okay. So let's get to the the referee level. The line is such that the line moves as there are a number of people on each side of the line. So the reason it's and everyone wants to know why is the line so accurate. When you're watching Who Wants to Be the Millionaire and the person goes to the audience for the answer, that answer is always super accurate because you have a majority of people group thinking it out. And it's law of averages, bro. When you have enough data and enough good minds predicting something, that line moves in such a way that it's the majority of what everybody is thinking, colliding and pushing that line to a certain spot. Now, does Vegas manually move stuff? I'm sure they do. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Say, hey, this is feeling like we're gonna we're gonna take a you know a bath on this. We're gonna manually move it here now or whatever, um, or does Vegas like say, "Hey, we know this is not going to happen this way. The, the the majority of the people are off, and do, do they maybe you know push in on something? I don't know. I'm sure there's all kinds of things that happen, uh, but the li- the line is so accurate because of uh, because of all that because it's moved by the people essentially and the and the ma- amount of people on each side. Um, that's why the line changes. When you say the line changes, it's not changing because somebody at underdog or in Vegas says, Oh my God, that 35.5 yards for miles Sanders is we need to move it. Cause we all of a sudden think he's going to run for 35. We're going to move it down to 30. They move it down to 30 because people are jumping on, on that. And there's too many people on that side. they they're not even, they're not going to break even. They, their whole goal is to break even on every single line so that they can essentially take uh, you know, nothing, no loss, and take all the the, the vig and, and rake it in.
1: Okay. Okay. Again, though, again, though, I never said anything about changing a line bet. I'm just saying total yards. How can they get so right, so close, so many times, other like, even if it never changed? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it always changes, but if it never changes, I'm pretty sure it's once or twice or multiple times it's never changed. How can they be so sure? that this is going to happen every single time like it, you know ma- majority of
2: algorithms time. bro it's, it al- it's algorithmic it's algorithmic and there's there's a lot that you can do with data big data bro and and again with the lines it's not about the data as much as it's about how many people are on both sides to make it a, a, a no loss situation a proposition when it comes to the player props and everything like i said that was done manually it seemed by each um because you could go and you could see miles Sanders 38 yards on one platform and you see him 48 yards on another they weren't all in no. sync they may be in sync now because yeah, Vegas no, no. does I, all I, kinds I, of predictions I, I and stuff hold on a second. but the, but as of at the beginning it was easy to take advantage of the the predictions that were out there so it wasn't done the way you're describing at first they're getting a lot better at it they also have a lot more data and who knows where they're pulling the numbers from now it seems like they're getting them from a very accurate Uh, prediction source now but again this comes down to averages you you literally the the numbers still move based on the number of people on each side and so if if it's 38 yards for for Miles Sanders it's still not them trying to predict the exact number as much as it is to have an equal number of people on each side of it so the Miles Sanders line will move to 45 If there are enough people on the other side, it will move back down to 35. If there are enough people on the other side, it is 100% to do with moving it to the middle, and that ends up being half the time accurate. Like they start out with a certain. I get
1: get that. I get that now. I mean, there's no more need to explain that. I get why it moves because they want to break even. And it just happens, you know. They can't give everybody a win, they can't lose all the time. You know, I get that part. But at the end of the day, man, it's just like nobody wants to speak on it. And if everybody's thought about it, you know, what I'm saying I'm yeah. gonna speak up on it because at the end of the day, I thought about it a lot. You I know? appreciate yes, it. Yes, it could be, but it's not gonna be the whole NFL. And I, and, and that's just me. You know, that's just what I think. You know, because you got people that shave points, they miss baskets. You know, they do this, they do that. You know, they overthrow balls. They they make calls that they shouldn't have. You know, but it's only one or two people that are in control of this. You always are, are real advocate on on shot callers you know what i'm saying have you know do we know what's being said ever has there ever been any uh like what's being said in these helmet you know speakers you know is there anything saying what's ever been said in these helmet speakers from anybody yeah yeah, blue 32 we don't don't know we don't know what the reps are listening to you know we don't know what anybody's listening to
2: it, but again, I, I, mean, I get I get you, and I appreciate you coming in to argue the op- opposite side. I still would love somebody that truly believes in it to argue it, though, because arguing it with you, yeah, I mean that
1: it's not it's I, I not the think same. If I started if I started if I started something, maybe somebody else would call in because you know at the end of the day, I can only speak on how I feel. But I, you know, this guy's getting blasted, and I don't like to see nobody getting blasted because we're all here for the same reason. But at the end of the day. You know, if he's the one causing trouble, man, just call in and let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, we're not bashing one another. Yeah. Let's let's open each other's minds up. You know, you've got a a great mind and you think this is being rigged. Call in and talk about it.
2: Yeah. But it's about, it's about stirring the pot. It's not about his topic. And so that uh, Well I you guys
1: all can see a lot of better than me, man. It takes me so long to type, so that's why I just like yeah. to No, hey, call I, in, I appreciate
2: you know? it. And Le- Larry, I wasn't I wasn't saying anything negative toward your takering. I was just hey no, hey i hey, my,
1: I'm, I got thick skin, bro. I got my, thick skin. I ain't worried about what nobody has to say in that chat. My excite- you know, anybody could be a, a keyboard a keyboard warrior, whatever yeah. you want to call it. But at the end of the day, take the real man. You wanna talk about it? We can call it and talk about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I that's just how I yeah. am.
2: I would just love to hear from somebody that that is hell-bent on saying that the NFL is completely yeah, scripted. No, I, I would mean, love again, to hear like, someone talk if, about it if, with
1: if me. If anybody in that chat has never thought that, oh, that game could have got rigged or, or could have been corrupt or could have been this or could have been that, I mean, that's kind of the same lines we're talking about. But you want to 100% full-blown give me every reason you got, and that's not me. You know, I can only say what I think sometimes, but – I was just kind of curious how, you know, the betting, how Vegas can be so on point. But it makes the more sense now that, you know, it goes up and down. It moves. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty they, sure a lot of things.
2: What they do is the their, their, but, their algorithm, like, starts it out to a point where it's an amazingly close, accurate prediction, right? And then the right. people move it based on the number of people on each side. And that's how it is. So, like, if the if Vegas didn't have a good system for predicting it, let's say they came out with – uh they came out with, uh, uh, stop using Miles Sanders, uh, A.J. Brown, 65 yards, but that was like a ridiculously dumb thing. Then they'd have a boatload of people jumping on one side, and then they'd have to course correct to try and, you know, lay it off. But it's like they're so good at getting it right in the middle, I'm sure it's just massaging it a little bit here and there. You know, it never moves like 15, 20 yards. It moves like one, two, three, four yards. They're really good at predicting yeah. what the number is I, and that's their algorithms, so I, but the people move it.
1: Yeah. I, I mean I'm not I'm not the big better. You know, I never really even bet. So I, I can't really pick on, you know, what I know and what I don't know. But you know, it's, it makes a lot of sense what you're saying and, and I'm pretty sure that's pretty hundred percent accurate how you how you're putting it. So I can't do nothing but agree, but it's just, you know, hopefully if if you've never bet and you get the good bet. You know, that was just your good bet you got before they changed it, right? I mean, it doesn't change after you make that bet. You know what I'm saying? Or
2: yeah, does like, it? like JT says, right, here, there there was a $64 million on Naheem Hines prop to get 34 yards. Then JT goes down. Guess what happened? Naheem Hines goes down after the first rush with a hamstring. That's, that's These are ridiculous. Naheem Hines is not going to. There's so many things to control. Like there's so many there's so many players that you'd have to like. Here's the funny part about that argument is if you're going to actually say that a player's yardage is controlled, do you understand that if you were to go to to let's say JT's pro, uh, player uh, list of of uh, higher low contests that you could do, sometimes there's eight of them. There's like eight of them. There's rushing yards. There's receiving touchdowns. There's receiving or rushing touchdowns. There's there's uh fantasy points. There's uh, there's fumbles. There's like you're telling me that the ref has – he's cognizant of every single thing going on <laughs> on all those very – like it's hilarious to me. It's hilarious to me. It's like you can't even – there's no way. Can you imagine having a wristband of saying, oh, God, i got to flip to JT's. JT's flying down the field. He's like – Penalty! <laughs> he can't, JT can't get that running play. It says it on my wristband. It says it on my wristband. There's rushing yards and combined yards and rushing touchdowns and receiving touchdowns and combined TDs and receptions and fumbles. I've got this wrist. This is just for JT. This is just for JT. He's got all the players on the field he's got to worry about. Like, it's, it's crazy. It absolutely makes me laugh. Mike, you're live on the Fantasy Football Show with Blind Larry and Smitty. Let me know what you think. Don't drop a bomb, bro. Don't make me. Oh, I'm not dropping <laughs> a bomb. Okay, okay, go.
0: But there are there are there are people who really get deep in deep into this. You know, I, I don't want to get like off the rails. It, it does tie into this topic. But re- you remember Larry Johnson, right? Yeah. He's like a big like I, I know he's like a big conspiracy guy, but he has said stuff like this in the past. I I'm I have no opinion. I'm a big fantasy guy, but like I have no clue, man. Like, you know, I wouldn't, like, it wouldn't shock me if some of the stuff, like, was, like, one of the things that I thought was kind of weird was, like, the, I don't know, like, the, like, I don't know. I feel like the narrative maybe could be, like, pushed to a certain direction, but, like, I don't think, like, the specifics of the games are, like, controlled like (laughs) that. I think that would be too hard to keep a secret.
2: The other thing you have a problem with is that, like, let's say, (laughs) This this is almost ridiculous. But let's say there somebody goes and drops uh, $10 million on, on Jonathan Taylor rushing for 100 yards. Like, that's on one – that's in one casino or on one platform. You're, like, people aren't even considering that you have how many platforms – how many casinos? Does this casino care about this casino losing ten million dollars? They probably want them to lose ten yeah. million dollars. So, like, how 100%. do you account How do you count for that? Like, what are people saying, man? It's crazy. It's I, I believe Vegas is
1: Vegas, dude. It's not just one casino making that. I think they all work in cahoots on that. But
0: no, you know,
1: at the end of the day, who's gonna eventually win? Who always
0: wins? Vegas. You know what I mean, Mitty? Can I make a prediction? Yeah. Okay, I think like with sports betting becoming more prevalent in every state, I think eventually we're gonna have some type of oversight into like the referees. And like they're gonna to have to answer for some of the calls because yeah. this whole thing isn't gonna go. These conspiracy things, they're not going away. With people gonna be like losing legitimate money, people are gonna want. all oh, like you know, people are gonna to want to know the answers to why certain calls are made. Yeah, even if it's not. And mean?
2: and there are bad calls that get made. There are. There are there are referees that are you know that are probably not you know in, in in any kind of risk of being corrupt corrupted or whatever that make bad calls that cost a lot of money like it's not it's there's so many crazy you know components to this but like I said you you've got you gotta factor in this is not this isn't all casinos as one like there's zero there's zero chance of what people are describing when you have all of these different platforms that are not related, all of these different casinos that are not related, and one guy going and dropping, uh, like mattress, uh, was it mattress Mike or mattress whatever his name is, mattress Mike, mattress going... Mac, Mac, mattress Mac boy, Mac, Mac, is it mattress Mac? Yeah, mattress Mac yes, going sir. and dropping. What did he dropped? Ten million? Was it two million? Ten million. He 10 dropped ten
1: million on the
2: Astros. Well, no, but he dropped uh, two million on the Cowboys. I think. Drop two million oh, yeah, on, yeah. Two on million, the Cowboys yeah. at one casino. The other casinos are not in cahoots of trying to make Mac lose his two million. It's just asinine. Um, it's crazy. But, well, but see
1: that, that that that's a whole nother story because he, he does that to, <laughs> to sell mattresses, bro, and he makes his money back in mattresses either yeah. way. He he like insures his money
2: regardless. But, but dude uh,
1: never loses.
2: we yeah. made uh, $75 million on Astros. Let me just end it here, and then I'll let Ben chime in, who just called in. Is there corruption at the ref level or even the coaching level? Absolutely. These are human beings. We've seen the Flores situation. We've seen the, the Hugh Jackson situation. I don't know if you guys remember my interview with Hugh Jackson, but uh, there was, after that interview with him that I did with him, there was something that came out where he was, I think, defending Flores, and then there's some stuff that came out about him getting paid to lose games, and he said he wasn't necessarily paid to lose games, but there was, like, some sort of, I forget, I'm forget—I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm paraphrasing, so forgive me if, if I'm wording any of it wrong, but something to do with, like, kind of strange that you get, you know, these bonuses or increase in salary when you don't win games and so he was it was like what yeah. like the way he was describing it like i didn't know but i kind of knew and it was like hey, like kinda, we know that's, that that's
1: that it's that's just billionaire well, influence yeah, bro well, hold, hold that's on. all that we, that we know that, that
2: that's we know that we know that stuff is happening we know that human beings are corrupt and we know that there's they're gonna get caught too, and when they get caught doing it, they get reprimanded. Now, could there be a conspiracy on the commissioner level, like the commissioners trying to do something not successfully? Because you can't, you can't control the NFL, all the players, all the outcomes, all the the the, the higher level uh, contests and props out there. You can't control any of that uh, with with you know a handful of guys on the field trying to shape the game and not even coming close to the 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 situation but is there corruption could i see sometimes something breaking on commissioner roger goodell did this or that absolutely possible those are one-off situations of corruption not scripted nfl not a a rigged nfl where outcomes are already decided you're talking about people that are probably going to get caught or even if it's at the even if it was at the commission level which i don't think the commission is I don't think the commission is doing that. I don't think. I don't believe that. But if it was, it would be understandable. Human beings are involved, but this narrative that there's some big plan and shaping of game outcomes at a master level, and in like Casey's supposed to be there, and all the like, like uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence coming back, like that couldn't have been scripted. It couldn't have been scripted. And and if it was scripted that they lose. The, the, whoever was bought out did a real bad job trying to prevent that from happening. It's absolute madness. It's madness to me. Just mad, Like corruption, sure. Bad coach paid to lose games, that's going to happen. That's going to happen, and those people will get caught, and the Miami Dolphins don't have their 2023 first-round pick because there was corruption in Miami, and they were caught doing it. There's a lot of money to be made. I don't know that the NFL commissioner and and is is needing to go this route that a lot of people are are explaining he's going or that the mafia is involved in the nfl outcome
1: i think i think you know the coaches probably won't ever get caught because at the end of the day it's just another bad call i made another bad call that's it and there goes that out the window it was just a bad call on my part that's all they're ever going to say and that's all they ever say
2: all right so that's it ben Ben, give a real quick answer to this then i'm moving on because this topic is is definitely been we've beat it uh like a dead horse
4: Uh, a couple things just a couple things real quick uh first i wanted to back you up on the uh like the underdog props and the setting props um the way they well first you explained that perfectly uh the way that they're balanced the line yeah um but but secondly though i want to add they, they they make their money uh with the percentages so like for example, the five-leg parlay, uh, you point, you're, you're able to twenty x your money. You can make twenty if you lay down if you bet ten dollars on a five-leg, you'll make two hundred twenty 20x But your odds of your actual odds of making of hitting that are only about three percent, three point one percent. Um. So that's yeah, where the, they're making their money is because yeah. there's we, we all we all believe we are and, smart and, and what it, it out.
2: and what it is is the line is put on each one of those, the line is pushed to the middle already. So the odds are 50-50 that you're going to get each one right individually, and then they couple five Perfect. together. And it's it's like it's amplifying what they're already doing on an even bigger scale, more likely to lose scale. So you're correct. But it all is still rooted in each individual uh, line is moved by the people. And, and, and you're, yeah. you've, got a, you've got a 50-50 shot at getting it. That's, that's what their goal is. It's always about getting it to right. the 50/50 point and then just raking in the the the, the vig, you know. So it that's what it is it's all about.
4: About 1.9% vig on that on yeah. each, on each, uh one well they're really making about double their not double but they they take in almost almost half the money that could
2: bet on those lines yeah. Okay. only 3% uh, of them hit. I, Enough of the NFL scripted. Yeah, let's just let's move let's move on from there. Uh yeah, anybody I have, have any one, I
4: have, sorry, can I get one last thing in real quick? Yeah on, on, on like a, a little bit different topic. But um I don't I don't know if this is true or not and I try not to think about it. And I agree with you. It's time to move on. But um the last thing and I tried not to think about this going into this weekend. But uh I, I had heard a few things from some conspiracy theorists that um Vegas didn't want the Bengals or the 49ers in the Super Bowl, either team. Um because in week four, five, and six, the odds uh, that they were going to make it to the Super Bowl were um, there was very low odds. So people were getting a lot of money back for if they made that bet. And a lot of money poured in on both those teams in week four, five, and six. And I didn't want to give it any credit. And I still don't want to think about it. But I don't know. A lot of money came in on those teams to get to the Super Bowl.
2: <laughs> yeah, bro. it's It's all – it's all – it's – there's so much information and there's so many things out there that can make you draw conclusions to match any narrative you want, you know? And so, so there's so many plays, a game has so many plays and opportunities of disagreement that you could, you could tell us any story you wanted just by looking for it. You know what I mean? So like I, this is why, this is why we bring the psychology to fantasy football as well. Um, This is why your boy who's got a psych degree brings a lot of this, these topics you know here because i think they're interesting and i like applying psychology to fantasy football trade negotiations we're going to do a whole lot more of that but this is just the this is just the you're always going to have this till the end of time there are people that still think the world is flat it wouldn't surprise me if jt thought the world was flat um it is what it is it, you know it's fun to talk about I, I had a good time talking about it but i i do want to move on and i i don't know that Look, again, when you make a statement like that, I'm not saying you said this. You heard this. You're relaying it. So this is not against you, Ben. But when you say that Vegas didn't want the Bengals and the Niners, again, you have so many different casinos, so many different platforms, so many different scenarios. Maybe nobody on one at one casino bet a big amount on that. Maybe somebody came in like Mattress Matt who loved one team so overwhelmingly more than – any other person loved their team. He unbalanced that for that casino. So it's like, it's like it could go a thousand different ways. And there's too many moving parts on the, on even the, that level. Like there's no, there's no way, uh, they'd have to all be run by one person, you know, for it to matter. Cause Mattress Mac, he didn't, he didn't play into that, that casino that took his two or $10 million bet. They had nothing to do with the other ones. And the other ones didn't have any bets like that going on. So it's, it's craziness, man. Um, all right. I somebody,
4: was. It, was, it was either Caesars or uh, BetMGM that
2: was being accused.
4: But regardless, I don't even know if there's any substance. But I
2: agree. It's 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 a fun topic, though. But but I think we've hit it enough. <laughs> uh, someone give me another fantasy question. I got one. All right.
0: Have you
3: guys? Yes, have
0: you guys discussed the implications of Mike McCarthy potentially taking over the Dallas offense which is Bruce, and Kevin Moore going to the Chargers which I'm really excited about him with Justin Herbert
2: uh the question was McCarthy taking over yeah and then following up with obviously Moore going to the the, the Chargers too That's yeah. that's
0: good for Herbert I think
2: yeah Moore two, more for base the more Moore is a good a good move um, I think it's a good move. Look, the Cowboys have a lot of problems. I, I don't think they're tied to more. I think the offense has been just one of the better offenses in the NFL for a while, for a last couple of years. Like they 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 light it up. You know, it's just a matter of like this team as a whole. I don't like the idea of McCarthy um, taking Kellen Moore's duties if that's what you're asking. I don't think that's a me either. I don't think that's a good recipe at all because it seems like McCarthy's the problem potentially so why would you want to give him the keys to something that has been the only successful part that overall not decision making not coaching related mistakes or unraveling here unraveling there taking a quarterback in Dak who I uh, who I feel is very inconsistent prone taking him and turning him into uh, something special all year from a stat perspective and I think I think more going to work with Herbert's good because Herbert's a much better quarterback than Dak. Herbert needs some kind of um, shakeup. up I, I just hope Moore wants to get weapons. I hope Moore doesn't look at Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and say, yeah, that's what we need. We're just going to keep what we got. I hope this guy goes and gets Hopkins from the Cardinals. And I'm a Cardinal fan. I don't necessarily want that from a Cardinal perspective, but I separate myself from, from Card- Cardinal fandom. Uh, Hopkins would be phenomenal. Uh, acquisition for more in the Chargers. It will be one of the things I pump out there as as a good landing spot. Not necessarily what will happen because we don't know. But the Bears, um, the Patriots would be awful. That would be the the demise of Hopkins. He'd be gone. He'd be put a put a put a nail in the Kaufman at that point from from a fantasy perspective. Um, I I don't think that, that's where receivers go to die. I think I think Chicago. And and uh, and the Chargers would be the best landing spot for Hopkins. Um, trading for Elijah Moore, something like that would be great for for the Chargers. Th- that's my thinking of it all. Anybody else? What do you think question. about... Uh... Oh, go ahead. I'll go ahead.
4: You, I'll go after
1: you. Oh, uh... What do you think about – I've been hearing, you know, on news channels or whatever, uh, a lot of hype about D'Amico Ryan's or whatever coming to Houston.
2: D'Amico Ryan, he's – yeah, he's going to be hired by – this is what I hit I hit at the top of the show. Uh, where is this at? D'Amico – is this it right here? No, this is the salary cap, which increases, which is, is huge news for, for – I think it's right here. Yeah, D'Amico Ryan's um, – could be hired as the Houston coach by Tuesday or Wednesday. So by tomorrow or Wednesday that should be announced. I, I think it's it's yeah. a good it's a good move for the Texans who are still in rebuild mode. Um the Texans draft pick in twenty twenty three is twelve. So you have the potential of Bijan maybe falling to 12. I think the Eagles would be absolutely crazy to pass on Bijan Robinson adding that kind of dynamic to this offense. But, you know, you would see like I could see I could see them trading up or getting lucky, maybe his 40-time drops him to 12. But Bijan special. He's he's projected to go top twelve, unlike any other running back we've seen lately in the in the running back climate in the NFL drafts are are now late first or second round. So he's going at, at twelve, I think for sure, if he falls there. And then you just build around this team. Uh, and the defense, ground and pound defense, and then and then get that quarterback in there. If you don't think Mills is the answer, Mills could be, but I, I think if you're put in position to grab a a very good rookie, if if one was to fall to twelve, they might consider that as well. But but going to have uh, about a year wait before this team, you know, starts being like considered as a potential playoff, you know, wild card earning squad. But it's not a bad home think? for him.
1: Who do you think pays uh,
2: Payton $20 million a year? Um, It, it just depends on the, the compensation, too. There's a lot of people that are, and especially New Orleans fans, they're blind and think they're going to get one of these top 10 or 12 picks in this current draft. No team's giving up a top 12 pick for Sean Payton. And, and having to fork over cash. I don't know. I'd love it to be the Cardinals. Uh, I kind of felt like that was out the window when the Cardinals hired a GM before they hired Sean Payton, because a lot of people were projecting that Sean Payton would want to build his shop from the ground up, meaning choose a GM like Kyle Shanahan chose John Lynch and kind of created his environment he wanted from 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 ceiling to floor. But maybe the GM loves him and they get along, and they're you know I, I, Sean Payton's going to have some demands that maybe this GM will accept. You know, like I'm in control of everything. <laughs> I can't imagine Sean Payton, you know, accepting something where he wasn't, you know, in full control of of draft picks and trading and all that. But I, I just want a coach in Arizona that will consider trading Kyler Murray, which is going to sound crazy to a lot of people. But I I don't I don't know how tradable he is right now, but I think he's tradable when he's healthy. But Hopefully, they can get rid of him. And I would love for the Cardinals to keep the number three overall pick and find a way to get into another top. Like, if they could trade Kyler Murray, I don't know what Kyler Murray's draft or trade capital would be. But, like, if you could somehow trade him to the Texans, and maybe you have to give up another future pick or something, but to trade Kyler Murray out for one of Stroud or or uh, Young, I would do it in a heartbeat. I would do in a heartbeat if it's me. I don't believe in Kyler. Not to mention he won't be ready for week one. Yeah, we don't want him. Uh anybody else before I let you all go? Oh, we got a nuke we got an unknown caller on the line. Unknown caller on the line. Who are you? What can I do for you? You're live. Don't drop a bomb.
3: What's up? What's up, Shady? This is BW. Been watching you for a while, man.
2: BW, what's up, my guy?
3: No, not much. I, I wanted to come from a different angle on the rig deal, but if you're done with that topic, I can call in another time.
2: Uh, be be sh- as short as you can with it, um, and and I'll let you go with it, bro. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, this, it, the way that the NFL, the most of their money comes from what? TV contracts, right?
2: There's a lot of avenues, but, I mean, that's uh, advertising is, is huge. Um, yeah,
3: t- yeah, the TV contracts. You got like a $2 billion tv contract or whatever but my my point is that people will change the channel if derrick henry is just busting off continuous 70 yard runs and it's you know 42 to nothing so sometimes they may sway the games to say stay closer to keep people tuned into the tv
2: i just don't buy it i i just too many moving parts there's too many moving parts if you're telling me that the commissioner owns let's say 70 percent of the refs and it's some huge club like, even if that was the case, which is your, your only argument, there's no way, 0% chance the players are involved because that would get out. Let's just say that, that, that Roger Goodell, you know, molded and sculpted this this referee crew and you don't have any legitimate refs in there, which would be insane. But if he, well, let's on, say, let's say on, he owns 70% of them, then, then could they manipulate some things? Yeah. Would it get out? Eventually it would. Eventually it would get out. But but could could you m- well, manipulate games? Yeah, but you, you'd even fail at that, bro, because you could only do so much. And and not to mention, it would be blatant. Like, sometimes there's a blatant call that looks really bad, but you'd have blatancy all over, bro. It'd be blatant left, blatant right. It'd be so easy to tell that, that it was...
3: Sprinted. That's what's happening lately. Ah, With all these bro, that,
2: I don't think so. Yep. I... I, I yep. Think, I, they, give me an example of repeated blatant calls that shape something in this playoffs repeated
3: The, the most easy call that everybody's mentioning in the chat is the holding call you can call that on just about every play and they'll call it when the game is not going according to flow or they'll let it go when it is going according to flow i'm not saying every single player is in on it however you can have a few moles that signed contracts to say, I'll shut up you pay my mama's house off. I'll shut up. You pay me so much money. I'll, I'll miss, I'll, I'll miss a catch. I'll, I'll throw an interception. You tell me Jared Goff is worth a hundred million dollars. He was in that Super Bowl <laughs> against the Patriots. Watch the last two minutes of the second half and watch how bad that game was scripted. They didn't use any of their timeouts. I, I really would like you to go and pull that up sometime and watch the last two minutes of the Rams. Patriot Super Bowl of the second half and it's just so obvious how they're, they're not calling the amounts the, they're not calling the plays that you'd call to stop the clock and get your team set it just it kind of makes sense when you see it especially at the Super Bowl level not all games well, not all players I, I, certain certain events
2: I appreciate your take and, and I you know your take is your take I can't I can't take that away from you and that's 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 great that's that's a world we live in where you can have your own opinion and I certainly don't think you're crazy to think that there's something fishy going on at, on, a, on an official level or whatever. I, I get it, but but I just disagree. I watch every single game, bro. I've watched every single game. I've been looking at this from the highest level a person can from like an analyst perspective because I don't have skin in the game, essentially. I'm watching every single game, and I'm telling you right now, I get zero vibes that there is a connected Multiple referee corruption situation going on. If there is a ref that has been bought for one game by one individual or by, let's say, the commissioner and some crazy conspiracy, I, I could see that happening. But I sense zero connect connection between multiple refs, zero connection between this game and that game and the same ref being the same guy that, that shaped this or shaped that. Not to mention, there's right. too many moving parts in a game to control an outcome on the regular without it being so blatant. I just I just don't get that sense. That's my I, opinion. No, I
3: hear you. I hear you. The one counterpoint to that, though, is uh, my old man has a connection with a Super Bowl winning head coach. And I asked him to ask that coach, could games be rigged? And that coach said, All you have to do is get two people in on it. And there's two people that touch the ball the most, and that is the quarterback and the center. And if you have a quarterback, the quarterback could miss on purpose. I mean, they're that good. They are that good. Is there ever – Tom Brady, they're that good, and they could miss on purpose. And look how bad Tom Brady
2: looked. That's conspiracy deep, bro. That's deep conspiracy that Tom Brady's not in it to win it. He's in it to – to take up i just i bro is it possible one player in the nfl a hot like maybe someday we find out oh my god this guy was paid x amount of dollars to lose this game is that possible 1000 percent, yes that is one situation though the greater the greater yeah. topic here is is the nfl shaping who's winning the games in as a whole zero percent for me zero percent is there one game that gets shaped that could absolutely happen one game uh, here or there even multiple games in a season like because the same refs been doing it let's just say like multiple games in a season absolutely possible but the nfl puppet strings zero vibes i get zero vibes that there's any connection between a lot of the things that people and, and people look for especially fan bases bro like you can't like yeah. I don't know if you were on the like if you had some sort of fan connection to the holding call you're describing. Is there? Just be honest.
3: If there's a what I'm sorry, a what, like a, to a the holding call, a
2: fan, a fan geared connection, like you're a, you have some fandom going on, like this is your team. No, no,
3: no, okay. no. Here's what it is. My old man played quarterback at OU, and he watches the games and says you can just about call holding on any call. And I so I asked myself, well, why don't they call it? Why do they call it? So it just seems like. It it, it could be up to the refs. And here's one other thing. Whenever I played sports, I know you played football. The ref with the white hat had the authority on the field. He had the final call. Now that ref goes over to some monitor and somebody in New York makes the call. Why is that?
2: But, again, that would. It's held under wraps. But I I appreciate the conversation.
3: Why doesn't the ref in the white hat have the final say anymore?
2: Because they're doing replays, bro. It goes to to a high level of camera angles and all kinds of of ways to make sure it's more accurate. Like, could there be corruption up up at the top level? Sure. Again, somebody could walk into the the lead person's house the morning of the game and say, Guess what you're doing? (laughs) <laughs> you know, enforces him, <laughs> takes his family into the pantry, ties him up and says, guess what you're doing today? Like anything can happen. These are human beings, but there's no high-level conspiracy where the NFL has got puppet strings well, on the NFL right, right. outcomes. Yeah. Otherwise, Trevor Lawrence wouldn't have come back and won that game. Like there's so many. Or these slip through. Like maybe there's – let's yeah. say Goodell was caught a year from now, and this is just a, a, a joke and story. There's no accusation from me right. coming on Goodell. But let's right. just say everyone's right. and get, like, Could I envision a world where Goodell's getting walked out in handcuffs with the Hernandez shirt <laughs> over his back, and they're like, this guy was trying his best, and there are four or five games that we could pin this guy to. Like, Could that happen? Uh, sure, there could be a world where something happens and it, it gets botched constantly and maybe a game or two were affected, but there's no way Goodell's sitting in his office with 10 other people that have kept quiet and they're like, the Super Bowl is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Eagles. Okay, let's go. Let's go have a lunch. Let's go have a day. All right, everybody out of here. It, there's just no way. Corruption? Sure. Scripted? No. All right, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, enough of mm-hmm. that topic. We've got a lot of people that want to get back to fantasy. They're getting tired of hearing about it, so... Appreciate your time Jimmy. Yeah you hey B- BW it. You're a long time Listener Appreciate you And uh, call in any time And let's talk fantasy Next time Sounds good brother Alright Ben uh, Anything else you want to add 20 seconds No longer
4: uh, I have a fantasy question uh, From a dynasty perspective uh, A dynasty How do you Compare uh, Justin Fields Trevor Lawrence And Justin Herbert
2: Uh this is a good question. This is my number five quarterback in redraft and borderline five for fantasy. Um, this is a six to 10 guy as we await his return to the top five to six because he was number two the year prior to this year and he completely flopped and there's no reason we should put him back in the top, you know, top six lock, top six to seven lock consideration until he proves it. Maybe his new uh, OC is going to help with that. This guy right here is in the same boat, not because he's bad, but because he's rising up, and we don't want to for sure put him any higher than six to ten. But the problem is, you got A Rod, you got Lamar. If he lands in Miami, you got A Rod. If he lands in New York, or let's say A Rod goes to Las Vegas to throw touchdowns to to Devontae Adams again, you got such a big field in the six to ten that it's not me being disrespectful. I'm putting six here, but I think we have to also put ten because T Law. There's just too many big names that could be, be on the move. But I think the guy that stands out the most, the guy that can have cups of coffee with the top one to four, is Fields. He'll have a cup of coffee and be able to to get into that tier on random occasions throughout the year. Whereas Herbert, we just got to wait and see. He could definitely do it too. T Law feels six to 10. Herbs feels six to 10. Fields feels five, six, seven.
4: Yeah, that's where I agree with you from a redraft perspective. I think uh, Fields has an edge on on both of those guys in a redraft. But uh for Dynasty I'm I'm leaning toward T Law. Yeah. Number one and yeah. Herbert and then Fields. But I think yeah. that Fields could have a great next two or three years. So I said that I from know. a
2: redraft perspective. I'm sorry. You were one in Dynasty. Um Dynasty I would say you know, I would say you could you could almost say five to ten. I don't think that that T Law can break into the top four for me. But I would say he can flirt with the five spot with Fields in Dynasty. So one spot different, but um, and Herbert, I don't know. I, it just depends on how how he develops under this new OC and situation that I I hope gets him more weapons. All right, Ben, appreciate you, man. Yeah, think, Blind yeah, Larry. You, yep, Blind Larry. Last uh, question. <laughs> Is uh, football considered sports entertainment? Is football considered sports entertainment? Uh, it is a sport, it is definitely entertaining, so I'm gonna say affirmative. I'm gonna say that is a correct, uh, facts answer. Okay, all right, cool. That's all I gotta say, man. We'll all talk man. to you later. Appreciate you, Blind Larry. Call in anytime, pal. All right, uh, Mikey, last question, Mike.
0: Okay, Spitty, if you are the GM of the Houston Texans, who are you targeting for a quarterback? Uh,
2: they're at the two pick, I'm taking. As long as Bryce Young's combine, pro days, measurables all come in, there's people, there's conspiracy theorists that this is more of a likely conspiracy to be true that he's (laughs) 5'10, 5'9. There's so many people that say he's 5'9, 5'10. He's not six foot. Um, If that, if let's say he comes in at 5'11, I have a little bit of a concern. A little like a little I'm gonna start looking at an, into it a little bit, looking into the numbers. Like how many five how many sub six foot quarterbacks can have success? Kyler Murray is certainly one of them, I think. Yeah, people say he's six foot. I don't know. He's Kyler Murray's maybe five ten. Maybe. And there's there's concerns of him looking over the offensive line. Uh so if I'm the Texans, I probably take Young at two. And I think Young's most likely to fall at this point. That could change with combine and, and pro days and stuff. So I, I would say if I'm the Texans, that's what I do. Uh, because the Texans aren't in win-now mode. You go after another one of these free agent quarterbacks, even Lamar. You go after Lamar. Lamar's not going to want to go there, so he will refuse to be franchise tagged and traded to Houston anyway. He would say no, and Houston would then say, well, we're not, ta- we're not trading for a tagged individual that's refusing to sign a long-term deal. So there's no option. There's no option. It is go after a young quarterback. They're at the two pick. It's locked in. They're taking one of those two quarterbacks, in my mind. Guaranteed. Mhm. Yeah, in rebuild mode, fully. All right, Mikey, appreciate Thank you, pal. Thank you, buddy. Have yeah, a good night. Yeah, call on anytime. All right, I'm out of here. Appreciate every single one of you. Hit that thumb up button on your. Oh wait, 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 wait. Did did we get to hundred on the Moon Man? Where's Penguin? Did we get to a hundred on the Moon Man? Penguin, where are you at? Where's Penguin at? Penguin says, "Uh, scratching for the moon." Moonman 10 we're at 73 guys there's a pinned link in the live chat if you want moon man number 10 tonight you need to hit that link you need to give a full star review and once we get to 100 your boy smitty's dropping a moon man tonight tonight what are we at penguin can you give me an update click that link who wants a moon man who wants moon man number 10 we've got to get to 100 that's the challenge Let's see if I can refresh it. Penguin, let me know, pal. I think we're like 10 away or something like that. Um, So hit that link right now, guys. Hit that link. Drop it. Let's get to 100. Appreciate you all. I looked but can't find how to rate it. Great show, Smitty. Smitty. You know you hate it. I didn't hate on me. Hate on you, J.T. You you were, you were tripping yourself up in the chat by being negative. We've already explained this to you. It's your it's your approach. It has nothing to do with your topic at hand, the conspiracies, all that. You can have those. You just have to be polite to people. You're saying people are ignorant. Then you're trying to explain to people that they're ignorant about the word ignorant. You just don't realize how you come off, J.T. Like start looking in the mirror. Bro, and say to yourself, why are you at the root of all the problems in the chat? Is this the way it is at work? Is this the way it is at home? Just start being more kind and and agreeable to being open-minded to other people's takes and ideas, too. Your ideas and takes aren't the only take. I know sometimes I'm hard-lined on a stance. It happens, but it seems like you have a negative vibe and you're stirring the pot, bro. That's what it comes down to. Uh, Thank you, BW. Appreciate you. What are we at? How many? How many? How many uh, reviews we got? Hit that link in the in the in the live uh, chat. It's pinned. It's pinned. I speak the truth, my friend. I live in a soft. That's kind of what we're saying, bro. You're underhanded. Like, you speak the truth. It is what it is. There's no, you know. I I know I I say that and then I get mad at at a certain topic where I say 0% chance. I get that. But, like, I I feel like I don't say the words you say, you know. And that's why people have a problem with it, bro. I'm not going to explain it again. You understand why. If you don't understand, you don't understand why everybody is bothered by your approach, JT. Your approach is the problem. No one cares about facts. You can spit all the facts that you think are facts out all you want if you're uh, classy about it and and not trying to stir the pot. People don't care if your take is different than theirs. It's not about your. You keep focusing on accuracy of what you think you're saying, which is your opinion, not not facts. It's your opinion. So just bring. I'm done talking about it. I'm done talking about. It. What's the What's the the rating at? What are we at? Are we at 100 yet? Are we doing a moon man? I'm going to keep checking. If we hit 100, link is pinned right now. Do it. If we hit 100, we're dropping a moon man tonight. If we don't, we don't. Appreciate you. Drop a thumb up on the way out the door. I'll see you all potentially later tonight with a moon man. Travis dropping a a full star review. It sounds like we're about 18 away. Thank you, Mitch. Appreciate you. Thank you, Ian. Appreciate you. Thank you, Travis. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Blind Larry. Danger, appreciate you. Sam. Hans, appreciate you. Maybe we'll have a moon man tonight. We're about 18 away. People need to click that link, pull their weight. Let's go.